before I can even say anything decent. He's gonna Welcome to the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that had a beard and nipples. I expected that to go. Um, and that's why we'll never be monetized. Welcome in to the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast. Welcome to the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that had a beard and nipples. All right. It's every time. It's every uh, time. Why did we point, give this man control? At this point, I don't even care. What is going on, good people? Which is not the state of my mindset at this point. Uh, what is going on, good people? DJ here. Justin is over there. Adam, Casey as well. They're, they're all here. The whole The whole crew is here. Don't ask about the names. Don't ask about the intro. Just you had to be there. You had to be there to understand. It was like it's kind of like the new day under the table. Like you got to be there to understand why it was a thing, and then it's not a thing. You know. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how I Wait. came up with that. You never why, remember how you came up with that. Why is Justin <laughs> nipples? Justin is in nipples. I'm nipples. <laughs> I should be and. Okay, okay. I need to change the and. Okay. <laughs> there, there are uh, plenty, of, plenty of reasons why we can't have nice things, and uh, this Adam continues to be. <laughs> um, I, Justin, I was about to say, I love how Justin doesn't change his name. Like that's the funny part to me. But anyway, um, so kind of piggybacking on our last, I think it was our last episode, or what's the episode before that? We talked about Triple H taking over uh, Creative. What does that mean? Uh, we've seen a couple episodes um, we've uh, of, of Raw and SmackDown, at least. And uh, I haven't really watched NXT much, uh, but it seems like it's doing, doing pretty decent. But, you know, I've seen a lot of different uh, thought processes when it, when it comes to this whole thing. Uh, somebody had actually sent me a text, ironically enough. Uh, I think this kind of shows you how uh, well Triple H books a show, but also like kind of his... Uh, legacy in terms of looking at show, even even the you know small sample size that we may would have you know with NXT. Um, one of my friends had texted me and he was like, he was like, "Are you watching Raw tonight?" And I was like, "Probably not," because you know, I mean, <laughs> who's watching Raw? Raw's Raw, right? So I was like, uh, I was like, probably not. He was like, "You got to watch it. It's the Triple H era. The Triple H era has begun." And I'm like, okay. I, I, I'm going to try to tune in. I, I, I did tune in for most of it, uh, much as I could, at least. Um, I didn't get a chance to finish all of it, but I watched the back end of it. I watched a couple of segments here and there. I saw some of the returns. Uh, that was all. That, that was all fine and dandy. I mean, but I feel like it seems like it's a step in the right direction. Um, it feels like it's getting better to me, even in the little bit of time that we've had we're seeing people return we're seeing uh you know guys who were disgruntled come back we're seeing we're seeing slash hearing reports of uh you know guys going back to uh characters where they actually were successful and not characters that are absolutely ridiculous uh for example uh i've heard reports of butch uh going back to pete dunn i've heard reports of max dupree uh so there's also Ezekiel of, going back to um going back to Elias. Elias, yeah. So I mean oh, have to grow that damn beard. I know he's got he's got he's got to, he's got to really work. Like 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 they're gonna have to take him off TV for six months. You know, I was surprised um, that Karen Cross has all the hair. 
how can Ezekiel go back to Elias when they're two different people? You shut the fuck up! <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> this man. This, this is why um, we can't have nice things. By the way, I actually kind of don't mind uh, Cross with the hair. I think, you know, at least it freshens him up a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. Dig it. Yeah, I, I think so, too, because I was talking to Justin yesterday, and I was like, I wonder if they're going to make Cross cut his hair. Um you know, just because that's what he had done before, that's what he's always done. He's never been for whatever reason. I don't know if it's he didn't want to grow it out. He's just used to having it shaved. I didn't, I wasn't sure, but then of course he left and uh, grew it out and whatnot. But it makes me wonder, like, are they going to have uh, him keep the hair? What What are they going to do? I'm sure they will. Um, I don't think they're just going to have him shave it just to keep up whatever. Like, it doesn't change the mystique of the character. I don't think. Um, but I, 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 I mean, nobody'll notice, pal. <laughs> but uh i mean it, if any of you guys have watched raw smackdown nxt etc etc um have you seen any changes have you uh, even even with if you've seen clips like you've seen people return you've seen uh you know the way people have been booked has, has anybody really seen any changes uh with anything anybody seen anything that they've been like okay this is a good you know at least it feels like a step in the right direction it seems like they're starting to have more wrestling on the shows, like especially on Raw. Like I feel oh, like they even say it. Oh. They even they even say wrestling like on commentary, which is you know Michael Cole's been able to say that, which is very surprising. Um, but no, I feel like it has been better as of recent, ever since you know the little sprinkles that Triple H has shown, you know, like towards the end of the show. Which it's smart to like have your surprises at the end of the show, like with Karen Cross. You know, I thought this was going to take some time. To have some people start starting to return, because you know Rome wasn't built on the day. But now but that Roman was, oh sorry, but Roman was. Um, <laughs> I mean, this this is true. Uh, but like, it's nice Just, to see can that. I, can I ask you a question? Is that the only? Is that the only like line you know? This is true. What Rome wasn't built in the day. That's yes. that's his signature line. Like I, I got to like, redo the intro and classic, put in. Is that your classic cliche? No, my classic cliche is uh, what is it? Uh, I like that scheme of things. He's gonna look up what the word cliche means. <laughs> what, what's that mean? <laughs> what's that mean? Um, no, but as you see, you know, people returning, like you see that. Triple H's vision is starting to like come into fruition, you know, like with with his creative ideas, which is nice. And you know, seeing you know having uh, Dexter Loomis come back, you know, with the whole car crash, you know that that's pretty interesting stuff. You know, see who's behind like all all that storyline there. So, yeah, I mean, Raw and SmackDown has been improving, you know, with what we've been seeing a little bit. Okay, uh, has. Adam, I, I know Adam and Casey aren't necessarily the Raw and SmackDown watchers per se, uh, but have you guys seen anything that's been uh, making you feel like, hmm, maybe, maybe, maybe there's a there has been a, a changing of the guard, or uh, is it too soon? Because I mean, I, I listened to um, I was listening to Cornette talk about it, and you know, he was talking about how everybody's kind of like, oh, you got to watch it, you know, kind of like my friend uh, had, had told me, you know, you got to watch it, you got to watch it, but uh, at the same time, like even me, you know, I'm kind of like, you know. Let's give it a chance to, you know, grow and develop too. I, I think I think that's the key. You have to let it grow and develop. I mean, you know, you you could get, you know, the best franchise quarterback, but you're not gonna win the Super Bowl week one. You know, it, it takes a while. You gotta work up to it. Yes, 
there there have been good changes. Yes, there have been returns, which is cool. But they could end up flopping and you know, it could be the same crap we've we, we had with Vince. We don't we don't one hundred percent know that it's gonna be different. We hope it is, we think it's going to be, but until we actually see it play out, I think people What's that old saying? You can't put the wagon before the horse, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think people are, are getting way because Rome wasn't built in the day. Exactly. Hey, <laughs> you shut up over there. That's my uh, line. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta like slow it down. I do like, and I really hope they continue to do this because I really like. I did. I I got to watch bits and pieces of Raw, but I saw this. I like how they had little Easter eggs. Like in the back of like promos and interviews and stuff, like with when uh, when they was asking Kevin Owens about you know what he did earlier, you saw the car crash and the be in the in the background. Then later on, you saw security run past Alexa Bliss and them, um, and then it builds up to it. You know, it's Dexter Loomis. I like that. You know, it it makes you kind of you know, yes, I'm watching. You know. I'm watching this interview with Kevin Owens, but I'm also noticing, oh, that's, you know, Dewdrop and uh, Nikki A.S.H. Okay, what's what's going on back there? Oh, security just ran by Alexa Bliss. What's what's going on there? Like, you're focused on what you're supposed to focus on, but also you're kind of seeing a little bit of something else. And you're like, okay, what is what is that? So I hope they continue to do that because I kind of like stuff like that. I like little Easter eggs that kind of build up to you know, something at the end of the show or the following week or whatever, just to kind of get you kind of curious about things. Leave you have you want more, basically. That's okay. what I said, bitch. Okay. 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 Uh, Jesus Adam, did... God. I'm... I'm sorry. That was, that was, that was. Adam, do you have any, uh, he was, he, I think, I think he was, I think he was just agreeing with what you were saying. Anyway, I don't but... like when you agree with me because the Chiefs. You're a fan of fucking 31 teams, for God's sake. <laughs> He's a fan. Of, what, what's that team like with the Dolphins and the Raiders and the Colts? Like, what's what's that? Um, and Jack, it, guy at Jacksonville in there? It's the Cray Dolphins. They're the one Dolphins. team. <laughs> the Cray Dolphins. They're, they're coming this year. They're coming. <laughs> easy. Don't easy, play. Tiger. Easy, Tiger. Don't say it like that. Hey, that's pause. That's what I'm saying. That, that's going to end up on TikTok. Because <laughs> Roman, because Roman, no. Rome didn't didn't come in a day. So, <laughs> but Roman did. It's one of the things that I say that end up on TikTok. Let's be honest, guys. Well, um, this is true. Beard, beard, and nipples. No. <laughs> to, to, go, to go along with what Casey was saying, and 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 DJ, what you said too about like what like what Cornette said. I mean, he said, and I partially agree, just because again, like I, I used to get up the next day and watch the the Hulu version of the you know the condensed hour and a half version of Raw. It was it was palatable, but since then there was just has been nothing that got me interested. Like I may stumble across something on Twitter or something. I'm like, okay, I'll YouTube it or whatever, but I don't actively seek out the entire episode of whether it be raw or SmackDown. 
since the changes, you know, if we want to call it that, since everything's been happening the last couple of weeks, it, they're at least interesting, which I think is the the first seed that needed to be planted. But like what Cornette said, he goes, it's still kind of an abysmal format per se, but little by little, like, like they're not just unloading the change all at once. They're at least starting to input some things that that are a little little tip of the cap to like the attitude era to where yeah we, it's kind of it is kind of phony but the the way the shows have been the last few years it's at least different like with like with the car crash and all that stuff like every everybody's is where they're supposed to be what i want to know too is are they going to let guys actually look into the camera during a backstage uh, segment because that's the other thing, because that was the big thing with Vince is, you know, it looks too phony if you look directly into the camera. Well, who are you Who are you trying to appeal to? <laughs> Guys, when they do promos, they look dead into the camera. It's because they're talking to the fans and or the opponent. Anyway. Also, um, speaking of doing promos, it seems like um, uh, Triple H has given them like more freedom, which is a good and a bad thing because you know if if you're not very good on the mic, you, you might need to have your promo a little more written for you. But they need to like stick to like you know stick to their bullet points and like don't go way off the script there. Well, know? that's that's all that's all anybody has been saying since they've been public. We understand the game. No pun intended. We understand. The game. We we understand like the 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 public image that they want to keep. They don't want to upset sponsors and blah. You know the whole that old you know raw sewage. But you but you can still convey your message, and it doesn't have to be fuck fuckity fuck fuck fuck. And like an AEW, when they can say you know shit piss fuck blah 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 Pussy. all this stuff. Yeah, but, but but seriously, not to mention everyone's like, ooh, it's cutting edge. It doesn't mean anything when everybody can say it. You paid attention when Steve Austin or The Rock said it. But when everybody does it, it's not special. Mm-hmm. So when Brock Lesnar says, uh, you know, I'm going to kick the shit out of you and they bleep it, kick ooh, shit. that, kick that gets a reaction. Or something like that. So... Yeah. So I'm I'm just saying like like you can Kevin Nash had said that you'd be really surprised if you actually let these guys now granted this is about four or five years ago but he said if you actually let these guys be themselves or at least give them the opportunity to convey their message they could do it in a way that's not going to upset the sponsor it's not going to upset the network but even in that type of saturated environment how do you grow how do you grow and how does that get anybody excited so like that's why i said from the word go this can't hurt this can't hurt you got to at least attempt it yeah um so my next question for uh you you guys the audience anybody watching uh who benefits the most, whether it be a superstar or, uh, well, you know, you know. What, one quick thing uh, that I think they need, and I'm I'm pretty sure most of you uh, here on the, on the show and watching would probably agree. And Triple H kind of teased this a little bit in interviews 
they need to bring Raw down to two hours. I understand that that third hour, that third hour brings a lot of money. I get that. You are a multi-billion-dollar company anyway. You're still going to make money. We're we're dead by the third hour. We don't care anymore. We're we're not retaining anything after the third hour. We're really mm-hmm. not. Cut it down to two hours, and, and you'll get you you'll get so much more out of two hours than you did three hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because now, being that you make so much money, to your point, Casey, it's like now you're making that money and now invest that into a better product. As yeah. as much as SmackDown is not so much better, but definitely is better than Raw, whatever, there's still not gangbusters ratings-wise. I mean, they're they're reaching about the average amount that you would get for, you know, uh, you know for a major... Uh, major network to distribute you, but I mean, yeah. What what's the harm? What do you have to lose? Also, apparently, um, USA is upset that you know they haven't had a world champion on that t- on that show for a while. So apparently, they're talking about the splits. Uh, they're talking about splitting the titles apart, which I well, wouldn't. Well, that's why they had that. Roman on both shows. Yeah, but Roman, yeah, he's been a part-timer as of late. I mean, he's been more on SmackDown, but, like, he hasn't been on Raw as of late. Well, I mean, sure. it's tough, though, too, because here's the thing. We go back and forth on this about overexposing people, and, uh, well, and you know, that's the thing about being world champion. You kind of – you're going to get overexposed to a point, but it's just like – you know, kind of like Adam always says, I can't miss you if you don't go away. Like, I'm not saying they need to make him permanently a part-timer, but every once in a while, if they're going to take him off TV. Welcome to the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that had a... My bad. Bumped it. He bumped it. He bumped it. Oh, but sure. anyway, Adam, whatever you were saying. <laughs> <clears throat> no, no, but that was, you know, that was just, you know, pretty much, you know, the, the basis of it, but at the, I'm not... I understand the you know, USA being being ticked off about that, but I think I think they also understand of what is being done with Roman because he's doing the best work of his career the last two and a half years. It was it's it, you can't you can't split away from that. And plus, with you know minus a few guys on SmackDown, I mean, who on Raw definitively? Who on Raw? Can you see dethroning him? You just had that that program with Brock, but that, it, but like I said, they were kind of morphing in between shows, which is again why the brand split kills me. Um, but so that's my thing is it's like you can't take they can't split it just yet. They got to get somebody ready. They either have to get they somebody, build new stars. They you know they either got to get somebody ready or you got to come up with a creative way for theory to cash in. Have him have him beat Roman in some weird, you know, you know, fuck finish type of thing. But then Paul can, you know, Heyman can come out and say, now this was only for one title. This is really for one title and you got to choose. Is it going to be for all or is it going to be for SmackDown? Blah, blah, blah. See, now I was thinking of a way that, you know, split the titles, like maybe doing like a two out of three falls match. Like maybe one fall be for like the WWE title. Go ahead. I 
I still don't like the idea of splitting the titles. I don't. I, I've never liked it because I feel like True. Anytime, I feel like anytime you've split the titles, one of them feels less important. And, and like it's yep. it's like it, it and it's for one company. It's not like it's two companies, right? So which one is really your world title? Which one is really your your main title? Which one is really the top title? They can't both be. It just doesn't work like that. It just you know, one Double of them is always going, one of them is always going to feel more important than the other. Just how they're booked. Yeah, you're not going to be able to book both of them to feel the same level. Mm-hmm. Goddamn, Casey! We've heard your suggestion. I've got an idea. We're going to create the intergalactic planetary title. (laughs) And and I've said this before too. You know, I I'm all for both. If they're like I'm good with splitting uh, the titles up. If you're going to book them in a way that makes logical sense, Uh, but at the same time, I think having one world champion is an excellent way to once again let's build back up the intercontinental championship let's build back up the u.s title uh as like if you have the right person in the proper position you're good like like you don't necessarily need a world title on both shows um that's a perfect time for you to act like the intercontinental championship is is also something to, to worth being held uh, you know, same thing with the U.S. title or something like that, uh, and and that's kind of like always been my issue with the brand split to begin with is why even have two titles when you can make one show special by having all the women on one show or having the cruiserweights on one show, the women on the other show. Like king going, of the cruiserweights. Going, going back to this, uh, it's a great time to keep the world title on one show and then. I mean, put the Intercontinental Championship on somebody who's worth a darn. Uh, not, uh, not this. I don't. Know, who's the Intercontinental? Gunther. It's Gunther. Gunther. What, I was about yes. to say. No, no. Like, and I'm not what, saying. What, what no. you trying to say? And I'm not what saying that. To say? And I'm not saying that Gunther's not good. Not the more he's going to, up against You have Gunther. to build him in a way so people feel like, okay, the Intercontinental Championship. That's that championship too. Like that's worth me putting on Raw every week to see uh, just as much as the world title is on SmackDown or vice versa. Well, and what I would do because these guys, these guys are traveling three hundred some days a year anyway, right? So put your world champion on Raw and SmackDown. Doesn't mean they have to have matches on both shows every week. But they can be there for a segment, for a promo, for whatever. And then, you know, the, the network can't really complain because the, the champ's there. You're seeing the champ. But also, and I, I'm sure Adam can back me up on this because uh, the other two are young little hip squeaks, little whippersnappers. I remember growing up, you know, especially in the 90s, there were times where the Intercontinental title felt as important, if not in some time, some situations more important than the world title because it was the workhorse title. It meant something. You know, it, it was that stepping stone to the WWF championship or the WWE championship. You know, it, it, it actually it was a title. 
What was Boy. SummerSlam two? We can't understand. Hey, you're, you're glitching out a little bit. The robot's back. Well, we couldn't get rid of Vince that quick because now we got the robot. The Mr. Robot. We got the uh, we got the general manager back, the computer general, <laughs> general manager. <laughs> and have your attention, please. There we go. That's better. What were you saying? You just had to leave with that. <gasps> maybe we need like the ringtone too. Like maybe that's the issue. <laughs> I think we need to. <laughs> You need to mute Justin. I think that's what it is. It's it's usually Justin. It's usually Justin. What what is going on with Justin right now? I'm don't say out. don't don't say anything. I, I can't say. I, I don't want to be the human dynamite. So don't say anything. Anyway, um, I'm curious. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm actually in Wi-Fi now in the office. This <laughs> pisses me off. Now you sound good. Sound great. You sound like a million dollars. Great, even. Do I sound like I'm an old time radio? (laughs) Anyway, what I was saying was what closed SummerSlam 92? I believe that was the Intercontinental. I wasn't alive, sorry. Who were the participants? (laughs) Was it the Bulldog? And. Uh, Didn't you just retro review this, Justin? I did nineteen ninety. Oh. Nineteen ninety is criminally underrated. Ninety has that, one of my favorite tag matches of all time. Hard foundation. The hard versus, foundation. That was a versus, very good match. Was the demolition with a great fuck finish. But let, let me just say this before I go on, since now we're I'm you're going into my wheelhouse of nerdum. How in the hell? How in the blue hell can you have a group? That is doing the Freebird rule, where they're the tag champs, but either maturation can be the tag champs. You had Axe, Smash, and Crush, all of them who look nothing alike, and they did the infamous switcheroo. Axe has shorter hair than than Smash, and they're like, "Oh my God, who who is this?" And Crush is six foot eight. Sorry, just got to get that out of here. But no, SummerSlam 92, it was Bretton Bulldog, and that closed the show. And that is an impeccable, fantastic match. But th- there was a story to it is that they're both baby faces to everybody else, but it was England. So Bulldog was the one that was massively over. And Brett to his credit, always had like a heel vibe to the way he worked anyway, so it worked. But but going with what Casey said, whatever, though, those matches meant more. They It may not been the reason that you bought a ticket, but you left that arena remembering that match. Still the best match, one of the best matches I've ever seen. It's a toss-up between this match and Champa and Gargano too. But Mr. Perfect versus Bret Hart. That's one of the first matches early on that I got like an emotional reaction to a finish. 
Like, 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 like I was actually choked up with, with tears of joy of watching Brett win. It was a beautiful fucking match. Anybody hasn't seen it, go watch it. SummerSlam 1991 at the Garden. Yeah, I just actually watched that match. That was a very good match. That's incredible. Incredible. Um, so who do you guys think kind of benefits more, uh, in kind of a fast, uh, a fast, what is it? Fast rifle? No. Uh, what's the, what's the word? What's, what's the, what's the, what's the game show term for, uh, quickly? I can't think of it. Dang it. Wrap it, what? wrap it round, wrap it, finish. Who's know. going straight to the moon? But no, but I just overall, I mean, I think it's everybody as as of as a whole, the fans, the talent, the the talent that it can actually they're still not gonna make them seem like, oh, now we get to do like everything that they do in AEW. No, it's not that. It's just that now you can you're able to tell a story and actually being able to flush it out. Mm-hmm. And not just speedball through it after two weeks and nobody cares. Maybe this is the, like the beginning stages of of them actually doing. And in this this day and age, I think we have to curb the term long term storytelling because before you needed a three six nine month story arc and how you were going to progress. Now you, you you have to look at it. You know, like maybe a month. But even then, that's way better than just, oh, they had this incident at a house show a few days ago. Boom. Now they're going to have a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. That's not the point. So ultimately, I just think like it benefits the product as a whole. Now, we have to see, like we said, we have to see how this progresses. There's been a couple of, couple of good weeks in that first show they did where it was a, a Vinceless Raw it did like the best rating they've done in two and a half years. Granted, petty theft, but just the automatic intrigue was there of, okay, let's see how this is going to look now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yep. we'll, we know we got it. We got to give it a little time. It's not, it's, it, it doesn't solve the issue just yet, but it's a good start. Yeah. And I think, I, I think too, sorry, uh, Casey, you want to go ahead first? I was just going to say, I just want the love of God. Can we stop calling it the WWE Universe? I've hated I've, that since day. I've one. heard that's I've heard that's something that they're they are uh, doing away with. I mean, Cole said fans at SummerSlam, like he said, F A N S. Yeah, that that's one thing I I since they the day they started, I hated it. I guess I get it. You're the you know you're the biggest you know fish in the pond, but come on. It's yeah. Well, well, and I think I think too. Uh, you know, Adam, you kind of stole my answer. I wish I would have went first. Uh, I, <laughs> I I was gonna say uh, the fans because, of course, uh, I think I my personal uh, belief is that Triple H booked probably the the best two three years of uh, not only just wrestling but just. Uh, WWE in general when, when when he booked NXT a couple years ago. So I think piggybacking off of that, of course, it's not going to be a carbon copy or anything, but knowing his expertise, knowing what he does, knowing he's passionate about it, um, and knowing that he knows, you know, 
all sides of the business. And also he's kind of dipped his toes in a little bit of everything, right? He, he, he dipped him in the jacuzzi. He dipped him in the kitty. Wait, pool. wait, 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 wait. I, I gotta, I gotta say this real quick. So you, Cause you mentioned triple H. I'm, I apologize. Meltzer said triple H. This is, is a good, it's a good starting point, but it's because he had beginner's luck. What? I just don't. So the, the guy that's been wrestling, you know, that was wrestling for 30, 35 years and to what? DJ's point booked arguably the best wrestling show on the planet solid for, you know, five years. Excuse me. So, but, and, and I guess that the funny part about this and, and the ironic, uh, the, the irony, and it is, wouldn't Tony Khan's well, yeah, booker, Tony Com- booker of the year thing that he, little run he's had going on, wouldn't that be beginner's luck because Tony Khan hasn't booked a show in his life? Well, because uh, they don't. Wrestled, much less. Now, that's what happens when you, when you, you know, talk to Dave on a routine basis is you get. You get covered properly, but well, that's I mean, what it is. It's to put the spin on it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, also, you know, he, he, they, he has the bucks and, you know, they've been wrestling for a quarter of triple H's career, but they know everything. <laughs> Just you know, like, please know. Kenny, please know. by God, Omega. <laughs> But, we don't talk about Kenny Omega on this show because he doesn't understand basic psychology. He has lost his privilege to be a professional wrestler. But honestly, I think I think the fans um, benefit the most. I think there's a lot of talent that benefits from this, uh, but I think the fans benefit because I, I think the band the the, the bands the, the band? fans have been putting up with it for the longest. Wait, uh, three band bands coming back? Yes. Uh, yes. The, the, Wait, no, that's the, fan, the fans have been putting up with this for the longest, like this uh, wishy-washy, iffy, uh, I mean, there's no good way to say it, booking that WWE's been going through with the main roster. Um, and I think the fans, like the breath of fresh air that NXT gave uh, WWE, not only WWE, but just like wrestling in general, it felt yeah, like. Yeah, the business WWE as a whole, wrestling. absolutely. Yeah, like the breath of fresh air that that gave wrestling was huge so now to even see even a a, i mean we we, we've talked about it before like you know if you put consistent booking star power and the reach that wwe has i mean that that's a big deal within itself like just those three things are huge for wwe and you know it's it's tough and it goes back to it you know uh WWE has always been trying to cater to like the casual the fan casuals, yeah. in a way, right? Uh, and that that's that's hard because on on one hand, yes, the hardcore fan is going to stay with you regardless, probably more than likely, right? Um, but at the same time, the hardcore fan is probably what makes you more money than the casual fan. Like the casual fan puts you over the top, mm-hmm. but the you know puts you straight to the moon, as they say. But straight I feel like. To- but the, you know, the hardcore, like, like there has to be a fine balance. And I think, I think NXT gave a little bit more of a fine balance. There's a lot of people, uh, you know, and I say this a lot, and I think it's a credit to Triple H's booking uh, because of the reach of WWE as well. 
there was a lot of people that had checked out of wrestling, wasn't watching it for years and years, like since like beginning of the Ruthless Aggression era and NXT popped up on their screen um, and they saw something they liked and that turned them back on to watching wrestling again. Like I literally know these people like they they were like, I, you know, I just, they just had no interest in it. Um, it was and, enough. It was enough sports entertainment that you're like, okay, I get it's WWE, but it was, but there was enough of wrestling that it was something you could sink your teeth into. Storyline, yeah. great matches. They didn't I, go over. They didn't go over the top with the promos because they like they let the guys that could talk. They let talk, but they had to let guys go out there and at least you know get their feet wet per se. But the the best best part was it was the most digestible program because it was only an, an hour. hour yes and and mm-hmm. at the end of the show it leave you want to, it want had you want you more yes now yes. And, and that's what i'm saying now and this is my last point because i've been rambling uh like my thing is you put that with the star power of guys like randy orton aj styles um you know these guys who are who who have not only like made their name but, you know, people want to see Shinsuke Nakamura and these guys, like the potential that's there. Uh, I know Cesaro is over there in AEW, but an, another guy who uh, I feel like the uh, the potential's always been there, but we just criminal. haven't been able to actually freaking see it. Absolutely um, criminal. So that that's kind of my thing. Like, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to see because of the guys that they have right now in WWE, I mean, they have a really talented roster, but you have to use those guys. Gunther is another one who you can establish as this uh, just ridiculous beast. Like, and I hope they do. Uh, I hope they're on their way, especially with, with Triple H booking it now. I hope they're well on their way. Um, you know, LA Knight, guys like that. Like these newer guys that probably some some of these guys don't necessarily know. Some of these casual fans or uh, WWE fans, I guess you could say, don't actually know, but like have all the talent in the world just have to, be you know put in front of our faces to actually uh, in a, in a actual positive light. Mm-hmm. Well, and and I think I I don't want to be like negative towards fans. I mean, I kind of do. Well, I mean, he is but, a Colts fan, so he's, he's kind of used to it. Um, especially especially those games against Jacksonville. Listen, this isn't a football podcast. This is a wrestling show. We still do football anyway. stuff on here. This is a, shut up. This is a wrestling show. Anyway, I think, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, but if there is a downfall, I think it will be because of the fans. Because, and you mentioned, I think all of us mentioned NXT, right? I think, I, I, and I hope fans don't do this. I hope they don't get this super, super high expectation that it's going to be exactly like NXT was because then if it, if it's anything lower than what they expect, and we know fans are like this because we've been like this in the past, they're going to be like, Oh, this is just like Vince. You know, this is just like when it was with Vince, blah, blah, blah. You know, nothing's changed. I'm not going to watch this anymore because fans can be like that. And they have been like that. So you really have to give it the chance. You can't just be like, Oh, it's not immediately as good as NXT was or better than NXT was. It might not be because NXT was specials. NXT was something different, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, I don't know if you're going to get that back again. Yeah. Well, and, and 
I, I hate to say this, but NXT was so darn special uh, that all these complaints I'm hearing about Johnny Gargano, I didn't hear before. All these complaints I'm hearing about Adam Cole, I didn't hear before, right? So NXT was that darn good uh, in terms of just the booking and making making these guys, you know, and they, of course they were stars, but, you know, just continue to just elevate them that much more. So, I mean, I think that was an excellent point. You know, special, I think, is the, the best way to put that. Justin, you were saying? Um, was I saying anything? I don't remember. Maybe you weren't. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think I was saying anything. But actually, well, as I'm talking right now, I kind of do want to say some stuff. Um, and also, you know, they don't need to do I, – I don't know who said this. Maybe it was um, Adam or maybe Casey. I don't know. One of you guys said something. That they don't need to have – I love how every time that somebody has said something, it's never me. It's never me. Why? Why? Um, because you because you, you didn't say what we said. <laughs> I mean, this, what if you would, if if you would say the things that we were thinking or said, then we would we would put you over more. Um, but they said, "Are you the only host that does the job constantly?" <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Um, but one of you guys were saying that, uh, you know, th- they don't need to have like the, that same wrestler wrestle every week or like, they don't need to have the same match every single week. Like it definitely some... wasn't DJ. DJ did not. <laughs> no. Yeah. The, the, that wasn't DJ. I think that was you, Casey, who said that maybe. Don't yeah, give him was. any credit. He deserves nothing. Um, <laughs> but like have some fresh, fresh. We both can all agree. We all can agree. It is. It was definitely not DJ. <laughs> It wasn't DJ. It wasn't DJ. It said. wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> but it should have been me. Because of like how we had with Vince McMahon, you know, how we always had repeat matches every single week, you know, and then when it got to like pay-per-views, like it wasn't special to see. So maybe, you know, with having Triple H in charge and also, you know, Vince, you know, he was getting, you know, he was getting up, you know, he was up there in age and he was forgetting what he booked two weeks ago. He goes like, no, we just did that a couple weeks ago, you know, like, and, you know, Vince was getting, you know, getting senile, you know, getting up there in age. He was getting senile? No, he's getting senile. <laughs> um, I think, I think that's the word I'm looking for. Um, but, you know, having like fresh mashup, oh, mashups, fresh mashups. Matchups, Ups. mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, mashed potatoes. You, you gotta have the mashed potatoes. The, mi- the mix match challenge. <laughs> yes. Mishmash, mishmash, mishmash. <laughs> and also, ten times fast. And also, I made a kind of like a list of like five guys who I think could benefit from having Triple H in charge. You just made the list. <laughs> Not Jericho. Not Jericho. So I, I have Shinsuke Nakamura at number five. Shinsuke. I got Shayna Baszler, Ricochet, or Rick O'Shea. Rickocket. Rickocket. Kevin Owens and Tommaso Ciampa. And then I also had like an honorable mention, which was uh, Sami Zayn. But like, looked good on Monday. Finally. And also, Shayna Baszler is getting a shot at the SmackDown women's title. She won the women's match. Sami was was already fine because he, he. Resigned a new contract. That's why he's doing all this goofy stuff. He's set. Same thing mm-hmm. with Kevin Owens. He he signed a seven figure deal. But you know, if Kevin if they, Owens but, is another one. But but well, my thing is like he he unless unless you know Triple H can unring the bell per se of how he's been perceived. Like he's still good, 
the scripted stuff that's given to him, he still has enough of talent to actually make it sound like it's his own. Um, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and again, and like, like I don't mind what Sammy's been doing, even though, like I said, like I wasn't a fan of the Johnny Knoxville match, but that's, we've, what? We've, that was so we've, entertaining. We've, we, we, we've gone through, we've gone through that, <laughs> but really, but my thing is like, ultimately, if you had to, in terms of the talent, you had to single anybody out to me, Karrion Cross benefits the most because he's getting he's he's getting the the full package of what we saw in NXT him and Scarlet, and I think he's the only one. I wouldn't just do it just because he's back right now, but give it time. I think he's the one to dethrone Roman. I think Cody. I think I think Cody or Cody or Cody, and that's the other thing we haven't thought about. God, I didn't even think about that. Like when Cody comes back, this benefits him greatly because um, I do think Triple H will let him have all the pomp and circumstance of the pomp and circumstance of his entrance, but at the big shows, not do the you know elevation from beneath the stage every single week. You know that was getting a little tiresome um, in AEW. But one thing, and Justin brought it up. Uh, definitely not DJ, but, <laughs> but, but one thing that like the business, the business needs to go like this. Mm-hmm. It, nah, it's always, like it. it can't go like this up here. Top guys wrestle top guys. You may every once in a while get a schlub that gets elevated somehow. Middle card guys wrestle middle card guys and the, the opener or the, the bottom tier guys, you may see them on main event. What if if you have a if you have a guy that you've that you've built maybe he's the IC champ and maybe you get him into a title shot whatever then he wins or loses after that boom they got to start you, you got to re elevate them well, even if you get them back to the middle card they they at least stay relevant but they're not just overstaying their welcome in in the fans eyes it's like okay we've seen him there let's let's well, try something different well and also to kind of piggyback off of that the the quote unquote by the way, my name is not DJ. <laughs> it's not. Uh, but the like the the quote unquote curtain jerkers and then the mid card guys, oftentimes are the best wrestlers on the on the card, and they're in those spots for a specific reason. You want to open the show, yep. you know, with a bang. When you get to that, the middle of the show, you want to re-energize your fans so they can make it to the main event but not overdo it. So you have to have guys who know, you know, how much to give and not to like exhaust the fans, you know, but get them pumped for the next part of the show. So those guys don't get nearly enough, you know, respect that they deserve. Um, So they definitely need, need to get, get what they deserve. And again, Bring bring the importance of the IC and the US title back. Bring back the X Division t- Oh, uh bring any back final that thoughts? championship. Any final thoughts, anyone? Any not final? not another title. Jesus. No, no, get get rid of the twenty four seven championship because that title is so corny. But you know it'd be funny if But make so sure our truth retires it. Yes, but yes. The, the bloodline. They're saying if Sami Zayn doesn't win a title, he he's he's out of the group. So put the twenty four seven championship on the Sami Zayn. 
Because he would make the title so entertaining. Oh, damn. I thought this was the Intercontinental title. Archer. <laughs> <laughs> no. My bad. <laughs> I thought My bad, Jimmy. So, I thought this was a letter match. So, as, as always, you can watch us Facebook, YouTube. Um, you can listen to us, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Just Google us. We are Googleable everywhere that Google will take you. And if you, you if you go listen. to Google, and if you go to Google, you will find no quotes from DJ. Yes, uh, that, that is that, that that is facts. Uh, and uh, you gotta find that on the TikTok. Yes, yeah, you will find all all my quotes are on TikTok, obviously. Uh, but and always, what's that quote uh, again? <laughs> as I, always. I believe it's something like, Welcome to the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that had a beard and nipples. And I didn't see this is why, this is why we're a good team. I teed it up for you and you knocked it out of the park. I did. And and for the record, I I didn't, I didn't say anyway. (laughs) Welcome to the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that had a beard and nipples. I'm sorry, DJ. I, I can't, I can't help you out. Uh, forget y'all. Forget y'all. And Casey, shoosh. Shoosh. <laughs>